everyone to episode 110 of the Bowcast podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Pang, joined by not speediest chief again, <laughs> back to back weeks, but actually uh, first time guest Dijon the Jin, who uh, has his hands in many pots. So I'll let him share that a little bit, but welcome in Dijon. Hello, hello. Um, people might be familiar with me. They might not, but you know, I play Pokemon Go. Uh, just usually I've been staffing more. I'm going to Worlds to compete. Uh, hope to see a lot of people there, but uh, excited to see what we're going to do in this podcast. So I'm down to just dive right into it. Yeah, actually, so so Speediest Chief owes me a hot chip. And yes. uh, you actually have had a hot chip before, too. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, I know you tout yourself as someone that could eat a lot of spicy food. But yes. I do recall when you ate this hot chip on stream, you were All right. you were struggling a little bit. Yes. What was going on with that? So you're not wrong. The first time I, I, I had one of those, it was kind of rough. Um, you know, the classic symptoms of crying, accidentally touching your eyes, Ooh, chugging like three bottles of milk all of the all of those shenanigans but i did recently do it again and i handled it much better was it the blue chip this time uh yeah because yeah. the first time was probably like red right i think they ref like... yeah every year it's like a different one yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know if they like changed the spice they used on it or something or if the heat is not as high but it was no no i heard it's hotter actually oh than before according to someone else i haven't tried either but i heard it's hotter yeah according to someone that's tried both everyone should try once in their life oh man did you just not prep yourself the first time because you probably want to eat some like tums or like pepto-bismo or yeah no i I didn't yeah i didn't and it, it really messed up my stomach i mean it messed up my stomach the second time too it was just like handling the heat better was, yeah. It was easier the second time around because I was kind of mentally prepared for what I was getting into. Uh, the first time, <laughs> it just kind of slapped me in the face. Didn't really know how to handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Well, maybe maybe, uh, maybe you try it. Let me know when you try a third time. Maybe we'll have you on the podcast. You know, I'll, I'll be like, I, you've seen Hot Ones, right? The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where they like eat wings and like interview people. Like that yeah, could yeah. eat the hot chip and we'll just have a conversation. I mean, yes, it, it's going to be a lot of this though. Uh-huh. Like you're gonna hear a lot of that. Really, I'm just like sucking air in to make <laughs> make the heat go down a little bit. But yeah, yeah I mean, I'm down to try it. Let's do it when Speedy does this, and I'll join you guys. <laughs> no, 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 there's no joining you guys. It's just joining him because he he's uh he's the one that has to eat it. I'm not eating nothing, right? No, I meant I meant join you guys on the podcast. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like, oh, so you're gonna eat it while he's eating it? Yeah yeah, and then Dude, and then you can kind of do like a rapid fire between us, you know. Oh, dude, I'm down for that. You know, funny enough, someone else actually offered to do that as well. And mm-hmm. this is a spoiler for people, but this is a future episode we already pre-recorded. But Speedy was not able to make that one. Oh, and God. so 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 he couldn't eat the chip with someone else. But if you're down for it, yeah, hey, uh yeah, grab grab one and we'll 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 catch you up uh after worlds and stuff. You yeah, know? I gotta make and, sure it's uh, not sold out though, because those yeah. things are always sold out. It's are they like, always sold out? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. so <laughs> people buy them out and they resell them on Amazon. <laughs> what? People scalp <laughs> the hot chip, the one chip challenge. At least, at that's least the first wild. time, the first, yeah, the first time I tried to get it, that that's what happened. Um, is because they release like the one chip every year, and yeah, like I bought it on Amazon from mm-hmm. like somebody else. Which I don't know if that was a good idea or not, um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I assume they they're not going to 
Yeah, tampered. Yeah. yeah, they're just trying to make a quick buck. Um, so a quick update before we get too far into this: Why Speed's not here? He's not. Um, he's alive, right? He's, he is. <laughs> he is well. Uh, long story short is that all the commentators uh, have had their work thesis delayed to go to for Casting Worlds. Myself and Speedy are included in that, and we've had to really do a lot in the past week. And there's there's a lot of going back and forth, going to the consulate and stuff. I'm lucky that in LA there's a consulate twenty something minutes away from me, but Speedy legit has to fly all the way to Nashville and then and then fly back and then fly to Nashville again to pick up his passport and visa and stuff to get it. So, um, but anyway, the process was delayed. Um, we're not pointing any fingers. TPCI and our contracting company that we work with have been working around the clock to get. Uh, everything approved as fast as possible. Um, it wasn't the casters either because it's not like all of us dropped the ball. We we send the materials. Um, but either way, uh, most of our Japan trips are delayed, but uh, we should, for the most part, most of us, or maybe, yeah, most of us, not all of us, unfortunately, but most of us should be in Worlds on time. I know Frost Caribou made an announcement that she unfortunately can't uh, commentate for Worlds because of these plans. Um so a little unfortunate that her and maybe some others won't be able to. Yeah. But uh, that being said, that's why Speedy hasn't been here for the past few episodes. That's why I didn't say anything last episode because we weren't really sure what the situation was. I legit started team building for Worlds already because I was like, man, I might as well compete <laughs> at this point, right? Like if I can't commentate. But uh, it looks like I could I could put my Bastion away for. Should, for should I steal that team? You should. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should. Hey, if you, yeah, if you, if you win with it, then um, you can, you can thank me, right? Yeah, you can thank me. Don't do your like when you um when you went to Grand Finals to Rise Occasion. He he was like, I think they're like any shout outs or any what words you want to say. And you just said what he said, right? So you gave like no shout outs. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do that if you win worlds. I need I need no, to hear the I shout was, out. Yeah. I was yeah. just exhausted, dude. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. <laughs> Uh, but let's go all the way back to the beginning, because uh, for those that don't know who you are, um, are you, you're probably a day one player, right? Because you've you've been a the, Pokemon fan for a while. Two. Day two, okay. I I'm kind of ashamed to admit that. But that your date only day two. Yeah, like I wish I was day one, because like, oh, you know, I'm like, like a, day like seven. Or people something. like people like flex the timestamp because when you go to a trainer profile, you scroll all the way down, it shows the date started, right? Yeah. And it's not the oldest date possible, which uh, uh, it is what it is. But yeah, 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 basically since the game dropped. Okay, okay. And you played... I know you played some TCG beforehand, but you played the main series mm-hmm. game. So I played like all of main series. Like that was... Like that was my childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was main series. TCG was kind of like a phase almost where like yeah. um, after college actually for a few years, like some of my friends and I got into it a little bit and we like mm-hmm. bought cards and like open them for fun and then we started playing the game a little bit but it was never really competitive it was very much just like play casually with friends right um then like recently i like because i collected a lot of cards right um for a long while but yeah i see a recently, stack right next to you <laughs> yeah this is all like bulk and code yeah. cards that i need to redeem um but yeah recently i uh started playing more and i'm going to like local leagues mm-hmm. and like participating i got i got my first championship points in a in a challenge last weekend my first challenge ever wait does that and go to next seasons no 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 it's for this oh. season it was just for it oh was just gotcha for gotcha yeah. okay but i have six cp under my belt <laughs> nice nice uh, well you need like 
five hundred and like ninety four to go like or something. Like three fifty or something like that. Oh, that's not too bad, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not rating that right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not this year for sure. Yeah. Well, you can only compete at one one and you can only do one game, game at Worlds right. anyway. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then uh, wait. So what was your first main series game? Because you're younger than me. It probably wasn't red and blue, right? It was ruby. It was ruby. It was ruby. I so that was like third gen three, right? Yeah. So I got into it when I was a little bit older. Like I didn't get into it like as a kid. Kid, I got like yeah. my first Game Boy Advance somewhere around junior high time. Okay. So then that was like the current game out was I played see, Ruby first, and then I went up, right? So from Ruby, I went to the next generations, uh-huh. and then in high school when I finally got a smartphone, I downloaded an emulator, uh-huh. and that's how I played the Game Boy Color games and went backwards. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I see, I see. That makes sense. Yeah, those uh, those games were something else. I feel like the games these days are like so too advanced for me. You know, it's... like I like the two D like explore yeah, everything. Like I... like the open world format is like it's cool, but I'm just like it's like overwhelming, right? Like what you can do. It it kind of feels like in an open world game, you want a different experience than what like main series Pokemon gives you. Right, yeah. like Legends Arceus was a different experience than main series games. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's that caters to open world. Yeah, but like Scarlet Violet, Sword and Shield were kind of yeah, they just didn't hit the mark for me. Mm. I feel like they'd be. Uh, I feel like honestly, Pokemon would be really good as like an MMO, like a massive multi, yeah, I online, a multiplayer think, online format, I mean, like RuneScape or Warcraft. Yeah, it's Warcraft, almost. Yeah. That's what like Pokemon goes almost that right, kind of. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, if they had a console version of that, yeah, I think that would take off. Yeah, the, I think the only difficulty is there's a lot of kids that play. And, yeah, uh, yeah. If you could type to people in the game, it could get a little weird. <laughs> so, I know there's um, there's some, like, community-built version of Pokemon that's an MMO. Yeah. Uh, I think it was built in Minecraft. Oh, I think there's a okay. Minecraft Pokemon server. Yeah. Uh, I could be misremembering that, but I know something like that exists. I've seen clips of something like that. Yeah. 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 So like yeah. something like that, but if Pokemon actually invested in it and made it like a full blown product, yeah, the kids issue is always gonna be a thing, but Yeah, yeah. It's a family family company for sure. <laughs> but um well with Go, so you did you play all the way throughout or did you take any breaks? Did you go oh, straight? Oh, I've into taken PP? breaks. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I actually I uh, took a break near the end of college in my junior year because that was, like, the busiest year. I stopped playing for, like, eight eight months or so. Yeah. Um, and then when I got back into it, I remember the event that was going on was, like, Water Festival. It was the first Water Festival? Uh, first or second. I think yeah. It might have been the second. Okay. Um, but I didn't know what raids were. Uh-huh. So I missed all of raids. Uh, I didn't okay. go to the first GoFest. Like, yeah, and I didn't play okay. until that water right. festival. So I see Kyogre in this race, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, sh- dude, I want a Kyogre. Uh, yeah. So I hop in and it just get whooped. I was you, just like, you try how- to solo it? <laughs> yeah. I, was yeah, I tried to solo here. Snorlax when it race first came out with Vaporeon. I was trying to too. solo it. And I was just like, why is this so difficult? I'm never, how is this anybody get a Kyogre? And then, like, <laughs> Because, like, I was playing on the University of Michigan campus, so there were a lot of players. But, like, yeah. because I just got back in, I knew nobody. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, like, I ran into players, and they're like, oh, join this server on Discord. Yeah. 
and then I figured out what raids were and how to play the game and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and even then, before raids too, you didn't really meet people, right? Like you just fight in yeah. gyms together, but you didn't need to go around together. Right? Well, yeah, because like when the game came out, it was so popular. Mm-hmm. Like between when the game came out and when I took my first break, um, it was there were always people playing because mm-hmm. it was a new game. Right, 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 right. Like we would go to like a local park and it would be packed, and then like somebody would call it like a Dratini spawn and everybody would run to it type of deal, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. those were like the good days. Like I, I miss I miss when it was like that. But um yeah, when I got back into it after my break it had very much become like a people had now formed their communities. Mm-hmm. So now there were servers and Facebook groups. And I think um by the time I got back into it, I had I, all of the friends that I had played with initially had quit the game, mm. right? They were just playing it because of the initial hype. Right, right, right. But then, like, it wasn't their game, so, like, they weren't playing anymore. So then I had to, like, find people to play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's playing around release. It was wild. Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah, and then I kind of got into PvP, like, right around when Sylph started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, our, my, uh, you know... And our Robox former captain before he left the team and started doing other stuff. Uh, he was part of the Sylph team, like the Sylph okay. Road, not Sylph Arena. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, like the staff members. Yeah, yeah. So he was like always, uh, like proactive about the community aspect of everything, mm-hmm. and so he played a big part in getting like our local tournaments organized, in trying to get people to participate and kind of build up like a local uh, Sylph scene. So that's what really got me into it is once that picked up yeah what was your what was the first cup was it boulder or was it no oh man let me pull up my silk page real quick because i don't know off the top of my head it might have been was it timeless was timeless season one timeless was season two okay so it wasn't that yeah maybe kingdom tempest maybe i'm thinking of tempest it might, what was the second cup ever? The second cup was Twilight. Oh, it was Twilight. It was Twilight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I knew also, you only joined like one month after. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah, no, that was a uh, that was fun. Like that was the first one I tried, and I like thoroughly enjoyed it. And season one was so disappointing for me because I never got first in a tournament locally. Hmm. Every tournament was like second or third. And it was Did just you have fair. any like consistent local rivals? Oh yeah, yeah. They're like Sol Ray, uh, uh, twenty sixteen T Douglas. Oh yeah, he's uh, pretty good. There was um, like uh, Professor Vitali always came to the tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there were like a bunch of regulars. Oh, you uh, all that, essentially just formed a team <laughs> just between just between your locals right off the that's, bat. That's that's basically what it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then uh, there was like, there was one one other person who doesn't play the game much anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, he was really good, Cobalt Wolverine. Okay. Uh, but no, no one's gonna know them because I don't. Yeah, they, like they quit a long time ago. But um, yeah, yeah. So like those were like the local like rivals you could say from way back. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. And then just dove into it. That was awesome. Yep uh yeah i think i first met well actually first time i heard of you was uh when you signed up for my patreon <laughs> back in the day oh true yeah yeah that was back uh one of the early earliest members yeah 20 2020 yeah and then we faced off in uh team formats yep 
which was uh, usually a good time for us, except towards the end. Towards the end, it got a little hard. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I was definitely rooting for you guys to to beat one of the really stacked teams too. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to face them. Oh yeah, uh, I think was it was it yeah. Steel Team Six? Uh, it was think... a team with Epi Sticks, Speedish yeah. Chief. Yep, yep, Steel Team Six. That's that's. Who were the other two? Uh, Angelino. Angelino was on that. Um, man, I can't remember the last it's... one. Yeah, it was four v four. Um, but their team was good. It wasn't Doombug, right? I think it was before Doombug. No, Doom it wasn't was Doombug. But the whole team was stacked. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a really good team. Yeah, and you all rocked them. So <laughs> that was a good time. Um, but yeah, and then uh, obviously play Pokemon started. You started streaming as well too. I remember we like queued in each other like twice when we were both streaming at the same time. Yeah, once. yeah, that was a fun that was time. Funny. I, I edited the video to make it look like I beat you both times, even though I didn't. <laughs> 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 I had the intro like. Make it look like you know that was a, that was a good one. Oh, um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that video. <laughs> it was Master League. It was Master League. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so you eventually took over before we get into play Pokemon. So you eventually took over captainship of yeah. Ann Arbor Arbok, and you all recently went to Worlds for factions too, which mm-hmm. is no easy feat as well. Yeah, it was um, it was kind of like weird at 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 that point in time though because like silk was kind of out the door mm-hmm. um with play pokemon like and this is me being candid about myself right like motivation for silk was basically at its bottom yeah right yeah. And for so, a lot like, of people honestly not even just no, you. yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm just saying like i'm not gonna speak for other people because yeah. i know like you know members of the team were still like very passionate and wanted mm-hmm. and of course i still want to win but it was just like the level of effort I would put into factions, you know, a year, two years ago is not the same level of effort that I was putting in in the last six months. Yeah. Um, it just kind of got old. I Like, I really appreciate the format, and I think it was very important for the community, but I think it did get a little stale towards the end of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that generally happens with any format. Like, even monthly cups, as good as they were, like me personally, I it, it gets stale for me. Like you could see, like season one, I played, mm-hmm. and then season two, I I didn't. Yeah. And then season three, I played a lot, and then season four, I didn't. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so so, so Silph will still around next season. You're gonna play a ton. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah, on. I'm very sporadic about it, but yeah, no, I think grassroots and factions are some of the best stuff that could have happened. It just mm-hmm. opened the door for a lot of other, um, like formats, team formats, right? And hopefully, yeah. like now that Sylph is no longer going to be running the show, mm-hmm. maybe we can see like different groups form multiple leagues, right? Because as much as like Sylph encapsulated everybody, um, we didn't really get to interact regularly with like Ladam or APAC. Yeah. Well, pretty much never for factions for outside factions, of worlds, yeah, right? Pretty much you know, never. And unless like, like King of the Hill or whatever exhibition, yeah. you know, setup they have yep. at the end of season. Unless like some team had like the off chance that they had an international player, right? Right. Outside of the continent. Um but yeah, that so like if if like Latim opens up a league that invites, you know, X teams from every region and you have mm-hmm. like constant like inter regional matches, I think that would be amazing. 
Yeah. Because like you don't even get to see that in the play circuit, right? You literally only get to see that in world formats. Yeah. Yeah. Unless like someone from like Latin like travel like like Ventusi went all the way to EUIC, yeah. right? Like yeah. but that's like a rare that's like like a very like or Iomero just decides yeah. to walk in and, and ruin us at who, <laughs> and, who and does? Iomero. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, well, they're I Mexico, mean, I so yeah, like, they're it's like fine. they're in like they're, tech in yeah. North America. Yeah, they're yeah. close, yeah. close-ish, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's that's wild, dude. I remember, um, oh man, how do I, how do I, how do I transition to this part? But I used to roast Dijon all the time, and I still do on his uh, love for Cradilly. <laughs> I remember your your first play Pokemon tournament in Indianapolis. You're running Cradilly, and was. I think you. Did you I lost lose on stream first, but then you came back on stream in a loser's round? Other way. So I oh, lost. Okay. I won on stream first against Shiny Dialga. Yeah. Who then I recruited, yeah, recruited onto yeah. our factions team I because know. he's good. Um, he had the exact same team as King. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So I lost to King. And after. Arrow, yeah. yeah. Yes. Fun fact about Shiny Dialga, though, is I should not have won that. Um, he punted game three because he overtapped on Scar when he had the Sky attack. Uh, and it let me get to the last uh, icicle spear on wall ring to KO. He uh, had that game. He just overtapped. Dude, I'm surprised you recruited him. I would have been like, yo, um, <laughs> this is this is this is what sold me. Oh no, but he's been him. nothing but great. <laughs> no, no, he's a great battler. Yeah. yeah he's um, and then King just kind of murdered me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it was what it was. Um, and then that's when I made. So both of those were winners' side, I think. You weren't on stream for Lucia's side. I could have sworn you won something no. with a Cradilly. Oh, then you must have beat Shiny. Shiny was on stream. On and you winners. beat him with a Cradilly, right? Oh, no. Wait, yeah. yeah. Oh, or was Shiny losers? It might have been Shiny was losers. Yeah, because I think yeah. I think yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, seeing yeah. you lose on stream earlier. I was like, man, that, that Cradilly is doing right. nothing yeah. for him. And then you won with Cradilly. Because I remember I was at a wedding in Chicago. Yeah. And I was like, dude, it was like, I feel a little bad. But again, I don't think my friend's going to listen to this podcast. Um, they were like they were like exchanging vows and stuff, and I had the like the phone on the lowest volume, but I was like trying to finish out your match. Right, I was like, dude, That's funny. you see how this ends, right? Yeah, no yeah and then I uh, I got to losers finals one match before day two, and guess who I lost to? Was it uh oh who who did you lose to? I don't know. Rise. Oh, Rise. Oh, yeah, Rise, yeah, I do remember yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't Wait. like running into Rise in these tournaments. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. Yeah, spoiler for the future, too. Yeah, did you, and then you compete at NAIC, too, right? If I'm not mistaken? Yeah, NAIC, I brought more of a normal team. Yeah. But then I got, uh, I pretty much got abused by Valorash's Talonflame on stream. Oh. Yeah, oh, I then, do remember that. I remember because, yeah. I mean, obviously we had like mass protocol at that time. And I remember yeah. you were like, you did something weird or like maybe miscounted or just like it was just a really bad matchup. Like I could see you laughing yeah, like, out yeah, loud yeah. on stream. Yeah, it was so yeah. funny. Because I, I think I just knew it was over. Yeah. I might have done something. I've or, never like, seen he, someone laugh so hard when they're he like, might have just, like He might have just called something and yeah. read me like a book. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then right after that match, I played Arrow, who uh-huh. had like a double grass comp. Yeah. Um the whole grass was wild. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really weird, but he just like read me like a book. Mm-hmm. Every line that I tried to run, he just had my number as yeah. Arrow's also annoying because I don't think I've beat him in a in a set of 3 or 5 yet. 
Really? Ever? He just, he just has my number. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, a little spoiler for the future, too, on that one. I've played but... him in two regionals, and then uh-huh. I've played him in um, uh, the GoFest thing that you won uh, in Seattle. Oh, the Cascadia thing. Yeah, the Cascadia. But I think, like, a lot of people weren't really running legit teams. Like, I think you're running a meme team, too, right? Or, like, yeah, you had, like but, a meme pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, I, I mean, yeah. Dilly was, yeah. Oh, uh, not too bad. So, yeah, I mean... It, it's just like it, it. It feels like whenever I play him, though, like he's just reading me. Like he, he just <laughs> knows that I'm trying to do. Knocked out, so <laughs> that's what I mean. Like stuff like that. Yeah, like he just knows like what I'm gonna do, and I yeah. like sometimes it just feels so helpless. <laughs> it's okay. I'll get my revenge eventually. I hope at worlds potentially. Yeah. He's yeah. going to worlds too, so that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, that was season one, and then um, season two, you were doing. You staffed way more tournaments than you competed. I think you competed in what three? three. And then you staffed in like four. Four? Yeah. It wasn't way more. It felt, it felt like, like a lot more. It felt like a lot more because I was seeing right? you like every every tournament, but you yeah. weren't competing. It felt like yeah, yeah, it felt like a lot more. So um the first one I staffed was Orlando. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to staff Fort Wayne, but I didn't get picked because I had applied too late. Mm-hmm. Um because the application for Fort Wayne was like I think like during or right before Orlando, gotcha. And I didn't want to commit to anything before. I should have just applied, but I didn't want to like. I wanted to decide if like staffing was for me. Right, right, right. Right, and so yeah. I didn't do that. So I went. Um, uh, I went and competed. Well, next event was Knoxville, which obviously I went did well at qualified, yeah. um, and then Fort Wayne was after that. Uh, that I competed in because i couldn't staff that mm-hmm. and then hartford and fresno i was able to staff yeah um milwaukee i didn't get picked to staff so i competed there yeah that's like um, driving distance for you right so yes i was going there no matter what yep. yeah it's like an hour away and then uh yeah and then na i see i was very happy that i got picked to staff that what um, uh what made you want to be a staff slash judge in the, um, in the first place because i feel like you haven't staffed a lot of silk tournaments right no like no prior. so i did absolutely no judging in grassroots okay ever like that's just not something i've done um i don't know it i kind of watched like king transition from like world qualification to just hard committing to staffing yeah um you know pete is a good friend of mine you know i talked mm-hmm. to him about staffing things like that and they're like you know, like they seem to have a good time with it. They felt like they were contributing a lot to the community. Um, I do want play to grow. Yeah. Right. Um, so that is a big, you know, factor in all of that. But also the selfish aspect, it's like the most cost effective way to go to the regionals and right. get to see everyone and hang out with people. Right. Because yeah. um, you do get enough compensation to make it worth it. Yeah. And then, you know, if you do a good job and you get invited to Worlds or any of the other ICs, it's completely on Pokemon's dime, right? Yeah. So, like, part of me wants to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I figured the best way to be able to do that and help the community grow and all of that is just to kind of lean into it more, right? Because right, you right. can't... I don't think. I don't think you can be, like you know, down the road, I want to be a head judge, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, I want to kind of move up and um, do bigger things in terms of staffing. Um, but you can't really do that if you're half-assing your way through it, mm-hmm. 
right? Where it's yeah. like, oh no, but I still want to compete. So I'm going to compete in all of these and then I'll like staff when it's convenient. I think it's got to be the other way around where like you're committed to com- staffing all of them and you'll compete when it's convenient, right? Like yeah. you didn't get picked for a regional and you can still go and stuff right. like that. That's pretty much how I approach commentating too, right? Exactly. Like I'll, I'll commentate yeah. like, yeah. I, I'd rather commentate over competing, but like exactly. if there's one like in my home state, I would be like, yeah, I'll sit down on this one, right? I could do all the other ones. Right? Yeah, like Gloria. Yeah. I think Peoria, I'm just going to go and compete because yeah. um, this is in your state, right? Might as well. It's it's in my state and like all of my locals are going to go. Yeah. So all my local friends. And so that's part of the reason why like staffing sometimes is a tough decision because if you're going with a group, there's no guarantee you'll actually get to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Like NAIC, right? Like we, everyone yeah. was there, like Cole, Adib, Tanner, but like I barely got yeah. to spend time with them because mm-hmm. you're just so busy staffing. So, like, that's, like, the one regional that I'll try to just compete so that I can actually have time with friends. Aren't you planning on going to Pittsburgh, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping to staff Pittsburgh. That's going to be so busy. (laughs) It is. The first one, too. Yeah. First one. And it's on the East Coast. True. Northeast, too. Yeah. Northeast. It's very accessible, like, to a lot of people driving-wise. Yep. Because I know people from Chicago that are going to drive it. How far is that drive? Eight, nine hours. Oh, that's a lot further than I thought, but yeah, it's still drivable. I mean, so, yeah, like yeah. I drove to, to Knoxville and that was like eight and a half, nine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very doable. Like hmm. obviously West Coast, it's a bigger issue, but I think majority of the Pokemon Go player base is on the East Coast, right? So yeah, like West yeah. Coast has large chunks, like large dense areas of it. But like, West Coast tournaments are usually smaller outside. Like San Diego is kind of an exception, but yeah. all the other ones are typically a lot smaller. Well, San Diego is like the first one West Coast actually ever got. It's <laughs> true. Yeah, there's that. Right? Yeah. So then everyone was yeah. like, oh, we right. got to go. But yeah. like now, I think, um, did they announce a West Coast one already? Uh, They have one in Sacramento. Sacramento, right. So yeah. like that's the first one that's been like closest to SF, right? Yeah. I guess Fresno. Fresno. But the, closest. Yeah. yeah. Travelable yeah. too. Sacramento, yeah. I think, is probably a little bit closer. Uh, I don't know about closer. I was just gonna say nicer. <laughs> oh, nicer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think too many people live in Fresno to even listen to this. But I was looking at flights though, and like flying into Sacramento is very expensive. Oh, it is was it? like it was like from Chicago, from O'Hare. It was like five hundred dollars. You think about Sacramento. staffing or competing in that one? I would try to staff it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would ever pay four hundred dollars yeah, just, plus, to, compete, right? just yeah. to go compete because like financially like if you don't place like top four yeah like not, what's the not, point you're yeah not you're not going, yeah. breaking even or anything yeah exactly um but yeah like i if i can staff that i would love to i haven't been to like san francisco in a long time so i would probably right. fly into sf because it's cheaper yeah and then try to hitch a ride or something or if there's like a train or a bus that goes up to um, Sacramento. I would try to do that or flying into Sacramento directly. I see, I see. So what's your, uh, maybe maybe you don't have an answer for me or maybe still thinking about it, but what's your future plan? I know obviously you're competing at Worlds this year, right? Yeah. But let's say hypothetically you qualify for Worlds again next year, but you're also op- offered opportunity to judge. I'm would staffing you, you would staff 100%. It? Yeah. yeah. The only reason I'm, I the travel war is straight cash too. So even if you went to travel war, people yeah. say this like, "Well, you got travel war." I'm like, "That's just straight cash. You could pocket." Right? Completely you don't need honest. Like, yeah. if if this wasn't like the first 
worlds and it wasn't in Japan, I probably would have staffed it. I'm like mm-hmm. extremely confident. Like I didn't even apply to staff. Okay. Worlds yeah. Because I didn't want to have to deal with the decision. Right. 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 Um, but I think if I had applied, it would have gotten it. And then I would have had to make a very tough decision. Um, but Japan's like a place I've never been to. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be there and I want to be not busy. Right. Right. Like I want to have time when I'm yeah. there for my first worlds. Yeah. You go O2, you get more time to spectate. And there you go. Pokemon Center, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, <laughs> but, that's or it could be like Knoxville where you're like, yeah, I'll just hang with the boys, but then you end up winning and yeah, uh, right. keep winning. And you have to prep day too. <laughs> like you're the only one up early the next day. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, prep is whatever. Yeah. I think I did like six battles and then I just, play board games after. dude i i usually just prep like if i make top cut i just prep against the first team out of the face and just like yeah like, that's right, what i did. What I did i'm like i'm not gonna prep against all eight teams like what are the exactly. chances i face all I did, of them right? i did right. two sets against yeah. the team i was facing first yeah i think it was onion oh was it oh yeah i think i think it was onion he was first he beat me yeah and then i had the losers run yeah. um but yeah i just streamed against that team and then decided to have a good time <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough interesting okay so i guess the priority is staffing mm-hmm. well, i mean what would you say to people that are kind of in a similar boat where they want to try staffing or like they're not sure right because i think like it's tough right because pokemon in general not even just po- i guess pokemon unite is kind of exception but typically speaking most pokemon games or even the card game it's yeah. kind of like a winner takes all situation right like people are like don't you want to compete at worlds i'm just like dude like no i don't think i go win <laughs> you know like it's like like it's it's there's no i mean yeah there's some glory making top cut at worst or something but chances are i fall somewhere in the bottom to the middle area right even if i get like top 20 like it's it's impressive yeah. but like at the end of the day like it's the it's the winner that takes it all and the odds of that are super low yeah right? like if i'm being completely you know? honest like i'm a i'm a numbers person right mm-hmm. so like the way i see things isn't like oh if i'm the best i'm gonna win yeah that's not how i see it i say it if I'm the best, there's still a very high chance I do shit because I got unlucky. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so much variance involved yeah. with uh, these tournaments. And mm-hmm. obviously, we have people that are consistently cracked, like Axon, Wadaj, Rise. Like, yeah. those guys just consistently perform tournament in and tournament out. Um, but even but some think, of them don't make top cut either. Right, know? exactly. And even, even they have, yeah. like, bad tournaments here and there, yeah. right? And, but, and those are at regionals, right? Let alone that's worlds, what I'm right? I was just <laughs> like, about to get to that. It's like yeah. now you're throwing all of them into the same bucket. Uh huh. It it doesn't translate the same. Yeah. Right? Because now they are no longer like miles and miles ahead of 80% of the competition. No. Right? No. They may be near the top, but that margin between the top and the bottom is so small. Yeah. They might just be in the middle of the pack. Point, yeah. Where, where it's just like, even if you are the top, you can get unfavorable matchup here and there and ggs right so it it just feels like too much variance to commit to competing um but with the championship points thing i think it'll be an interesting twist right because the regionals are no longer like winner take all situation right yeah well has that been confirmed i i i know that they started doing some championship points for locals for like at least any i see yeah this is i mean i'm speculating it hasn't been confirmed, but I'm going to assume if they're adding championship points, it's going to incorporate yeah. into the tournaments in some way. And maybe initially it'll just be for um, 
like travel awards to ICs. Yeah. Because that's how the other games work, right? Like mm-hmm. before NAIC, all of the tournaments, um, the CPs, whoever has the highest gets travel awards to NAIC. Right, right, then right. you have a pool of people between NAIC and the next IC, and then between the next two ICs. So whoever accumulates the most points gets a travel reward to the ICs. Mm-hmm. And But obviously, they also work invites that way. So even if they do it step by step, I think long term, Pokemon Go is going to end up being championship points with invites. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you want to see from the game, like uh, from the official tournament circuit down the road, right? Like, uh, not not talking about championship, championship points, but, like, maybe, like, meta changes, Ultra League, Master League stuff, um, et cetera, in I, your ideal world. Yeah, so I don't know if Ultra League, Master League's a good idea at all. Yeah. Because that just shuts the door on new players. Shuts the door on Rise, too, so I don't have to face yeah, them as Yeah, well. I mean, it, it shuts the door <laughs> on, like, Rise and a few others like that that have, yeah. like, 10,000 catches, right? <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, no, but, like... If we want the game to grow, you can't shut the door on new players, right? If you yeah. want to pull VG number, we're not pulling TCG numbers ever. That's just not happening, right? Um, but yeah. VG numbers is probably realistic um, because VG started small just like we did, right? Mm-hmm. And then they grew and now they're like pretty large. So the only way you do that is if you get like new people coming in. So the local circuits, I would like to see players take initiative and like get local shops to start hosting go tournaments because there's there's a million like shops that just host tcg right yeah but if they it's not hard for them to start hosting go it's literally zero overhead Mm -hmm. they just need one night a week and that's it right they don't even need real table space to be honest right people are okay with standing and it's not going to be like 60 people crowded into a small group but Mm -hmm. that like if we start seeing locals pop up, I think that'd be great. Um, in terms from the game itself, meta changes, please, like, somehow, some way, don't make it a meta champ meta anymore. It's, it's just, <laughs> and so old. Dude, my thought was, like, you could, oh, yo, what if, like, um, like, maybe, like, for a whole month or something, all the previous top 10, top 12 used Pokemon were, like, banned or something. Like, I, I, I love that idea. Ton. I mean, I that's, love- like, a very, like, blanket like yeah not like very well thought out but just like a way to shift the meta completely without like doing too much but i mean i think you could refine it some more as you can't find it the only problem is there's been no like precedence of that with play pokemon right like yeah that very much could have applied to vg exactly but because they do it for vg same thing's possible right they don't do it for vg though right they don't Oh well, they no. they have some certain regular like they have certain things that are allowed. Like they they still ban certain Pokemon. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like whatever's available in the most recent generation is what's yeah. allowed. But yeah. they won't just say, "Oh, because this is so meta, right? It's no longer allowed in the future tournaments." Right, right. I don't know how play Pokemon can incorporate that. Maybe it could be a season per season thing, where like yeah, only Pokemon that were available in the previous season mm-hmm. and are available in the current season are allowed. Or um. This obviously takes some partnership with Niantic and TPCI. Yeah. But if Niantic and TPCI, Niantic is like, hey, these are the upcoming moveset changes for next season GBL, which is every three months. Give you, give you a heads up. People at TPCI can be like, oh. Okay, so let's say like hypothetically back in June, right? They're like, right yeah. before June, they're like, oh, well, Medicham looks busted, right? Without Tremnant around. Let's ban Medicham for the next three months, right? 
Yeah. Um, and, and for, cause I mean, cause you know, there, we kind of have meta shifts every three months anyway, because I, yeah. of the, the GBL seasons, right. Yep. Uh, outside of boom burst seasons. Right. But, yeah. um, but if you in tandem, if TPCI also like adds onto them, be like, Oh, this yeah. is going to be banned. Right. Because of this. Honestly, like if you think about this from like a very high level view of like a timeline of all of the Pokemon that have been meta, mm -hmm. I think the rotation has been very healthy. I think yeah. we had a Walrein Nidoqueen meta that got phased out for like Noctowl and stuff, or for more of a Trav meta yeah. that got phased out for a Noctowl meta that got phased out for like a slash meta, right? Lantern, yeah, like run by a slash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that. But like yeah. the only annoying part about that whole thing is there has been like three things that have not moved, right? Yeah. And that's been like Metacham, Registeel, and like Chiefisk. Swamper too, to a degree. But I, I think Swamper, Swamper... Was, like, it was weird. Swamper wasn't used much in San Diego. Yeah. But like the meta literally didn't change for six months after that. And like people started using it. I don't know if you just didn't know how to use it well or like what they were scared of. Well, I think like but... Trev, when Trev was around, there was always going to be a legit threat, yeah, threat to Swamper, yeah. right? Now with Trev nerfed, people are like, oh, well, now Swamper's just absolutely free. Yeah, yeah. Right? So like a grass buff would be insane. Right, mm -hmm. like it would shift the meta a lot, especially if you buff a grass type that can beat Metacham. Right, right, and hold its own against like Gfist because it's part ground type, mm -hmm. something like that. Right, but <laughs> sounds like it's a easier Venusaur. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that doesn't exist unless yeah. Amoongus gets like a big buff. Uh, I looked into it, and I everything Amoongus can learn outside like moves that have not been released yet does not make it any better. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like moves that haven't been released yet, right? Yeah. Like it has some like additional moves that mm -hmm. could be okay. Um, I think they have to be very careful about like the distribution of the new moves they bring out, though, mm -hmm. right? Because that's unless they're gonna retroactively go back and pull moves from move pools, which I don't think they will. They only do that if they accidentally release like a exactly. like a yeah. like a they only do it if it's like a mistake. Prime APM. But if they don't do that, the only way they can manage metas is by being being very very careful about what gets the unreleased moves mm. now, right? Yeah. Um. So if there was like more collaboration from Niantic and TPCI on that front, mm -hmm. um, possibly. I think the issue with that is it requires them to have more resources, right? They probably have to like hire or contract out people that can analyze those metas for them i assume they don't have free labor sitting around no. <laughs> waiting to do it's, it for it's them, not right? an easy so, job too because yeah, i mean if you yeah. look at sylph like every month people are coming like man it's the worst meta ever. like every yeah. month there's always someone saying like this is the worst sylph meta i've ever seen right i was like how could every one of them be the worst like yeah okay. yeah it, it, exactly so like it requires a lot of investment which i don't know if we'll get unless the game gets to a point where they feel it's worth doing. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg, because if they build healthy metas, then more people will want to play, but they want more people right. to play before they put more investment into it. So, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's pivot away from the meta convo and talk a little bit about um, sportsmanship. So I know you're on the judging side <laughs> of things, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, it's not, it's not what we think is going, but um, so Obviously, like within play Pokemon, at least like for those that play Sylph, there's um, there's something called like a def win, right? Short for like definitive win or whatever. Yeah. And essentially, it's like let's say you have a Venusaur into a Lantern, right? And you have a move loaded on both sides, and like the Frenzy Plant knocks out, and so does the Surf or Thunderbolt. But 
you your move just doesn't appear on the Venusaur and they get it, right? Yeah. And so in play Pokemon for the, I don't know if the rules change or not, but at least like a few months ago and prior, you just get a rematch, right? Yeah, the move should appear, you get a rematch. So the person that had the Venusaur should have won, but because yeah. they didn't get an opportunity to. But in Sylph, yeah. there's something called death win where like there's no rematch needed. That should have been a win for the Venusaur user. Right. There's no need to replay it, different lines, yeah. even same lines, right? You just can't play it out as clean. Yeah. Like it just feels like weird when you don't get that. Yep. Um, is is that still is there's still no death win rule within play Pokemon or have they been adjusting the rule the rule set so, the judging rule sets? Yeah, so I'm gonna be careful about what I say here. Yeah. Just because professors do talk about this kind of stuff all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. we want and this is another reason why I want to be a judge, right? Because I think I have a lot of perspective on these issues, especially yeah. from a long competitor history. Um and I think, like, I have a good, strong foundation about the knowledge of the game um, where I can bring valuable insights to it. And, yeah, personally, like, I think Sylph has it right. I like what they do with Death Wins, right? Because if your judges are experienced to assess that in this scenario, there is a 0% chance that the person who had lost would have lost if the game worked as intended, then why shouldn't they win, Right. But even if there's a 1% chance, right, that the opponent could have won, we get into a big gray area, right? Because right? now you're saying a death win denies the opportunity of the opponent to pull off some sort of comeback. Mm-hmm. But um, it also feels really bad because you had such an advantageous position and you had to punt it because the game, you know, crapped out, right? right. So. It's a really great area. We are talking about it. We want to make it so that it's a little bit more fair going mm-hmm. both ways, right? Because uh, it's too many times we see like somebody who has a massive advantage just have to force through a replay, and right. like, they might get replaced on the back end of it, right? Yeah, and, and also like um, you could go different leads, like different yeah, lines in a replay, yeah. and just like wait, like I yep. led a lantern to a Noctowl the first game, and now I have yep. a lantern on my knockout right yeah, that that and information reveal right yep. where like if you're running a metacham with dynamic punch and you reveal they're in the match right. and it almost won you the game and now you rematch they're probably going to shield the dynamic punch next time mm-hmm. right so like there's a lot of factors in there and we are working on it obviously the rules aren't going to change right away right because we're in the middle of a season but this is going to be a conversation we have for next season and it's been an ongoing conversation um and we've had updated rule handbooks. Like, I don't know if you were able to check it out for NAIC, but there was a whole section added to the play Pokemon handbook for Pokemon Go that had game issues and what's considered a valid game issue and what's replayable, what's not replayable, right? Gotcha. So, like, Mel has been really on top of it since she started yeah. working with Pokemon um, to help us go judges and professors, like, facilitate uh, better tournaments, right? With more consistent rulings and things like that. Because let's be honest, that's been one of the biggest criticisms of Go tournaments, right? Is mm-hmm. people have felt the judging has been extremely inconsistent. Right. Um, and it's been difficult because we haven't had documentation on issues. Right, right, right. Right. So, like, it's up to everyone's discretion as to, oh, is this replayable or not? Yeah, it's it's that. And then also, the other, the other thing I see a lot of people complain about is, like, when they get penalized for, like, not showing up to their table on time and stuff like that, which I always take with a grain of salt because 
the judges that rule on that can't go and comment on your Twitter thread. No, you no, can, we can't. It'd be like, be like, dude, no. the guy legit didn't show up for 20 minutes. What do you want yeah. us to do, right? Because because yeah. I'm not saying everyone that posts about that is like lying or something, but I, you, you got to show up to your table on time. And if, if yeah. you don't have a signed table, you need to ask a judge, right? Like yeah. the onus is on you there. Like, of course, yep. you're going to frame it that it's like the judge's fault. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. No one's going to exactly. be like, it was my fault I got penalized, exactly. right? Exactly. And, and- I've been to three of these. I've never been penalized for a no-show or something saying. weird like That's that. What I'm right? saying. Like, I've been to so many of these, yeah. and as a competitor, I've never gotten a game loss for not showing up. Mm-hmm. And as a judge, I've seen numerous players that show up to every tournament not get penalized for being late. So, right. like, I, I understand. Some of them it's their first tournament, but even then, yes, like. Exactly. Like, I understand yeah. that some people might be their first tournament. Some tournaments are just unfortunate where, like, the go tables are so far away from the stream area. Yeah. Where like you can't really watch the stream yeah. while being ready for your match and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's easy to get distracted, lose track of time. Um, one thing that we've been trying to do is like post like estimated times, right, yep. of when we expect rounds to start, so that people have an idea. They can take a picture of it, then you know set an alarm or whatever. Yeah. Um, and this is me personally, and I know a lot of other judges. We always say like, here's the estimated times. They're subject to change. Yep. Show up 10 minutes before your listed time and you should be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it's pretty fair. I mean, even in the players' meeting beforehand, they're like, yeah. make sure you're on time for your thing, yeah. right? Refresh, challenge, whatever, all that stuff. Come early. Like, I think, I don't know. I mean, I yeah. think there, there definitely may be like some circumstances where like it may be out of the player's control, but for the most part, there is yeah. there's definitely and, some responsibility on the players to be there. Yeah. And th- that being said, like, the players still have, you know, they should have the ability to know kind of dynamically when their run's about to start. Because TCG has a mic that hits the entire venue, mm-hmm. right? To say, hey, round time is at five minutes, round start will be whenever type yeah. of situation, right? So, like, every TCG player can hear exactly when their round is about to start. Right. So, logistically speaking, it's a little bit more of a challenge for us because we're smaller. But... You know, there's always improvements to be made, right? And one of the first iterations of those improvements was posting estimated times. You know, uh, at restaurants, you grab like one of those, uh, like, coaster yeah, like buzzer the buzzers. Things, the buzzers, yeah. right? When your food's ready, like at Panera yeah. or something like that. Um, now that we have the Go Plus Plus, they should just incorporate that into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> vibrating. <a ton. laughs> right. Uh, just hook it up, sync it with Challenge. Dude. As soon as it's a table pairing, it buzzes you. That would well, be perfect. the problem is everyone's taking out that vibration thing mechanic anyways. Yeah. So it's not really buzzing, but yeah. I still need to I still need to look into that myself. Um, okay, anyway, so... Oh, I was, I was, we were talking about the rule set. I didn't even talk about the sportsmanship part. So... Um, this was kind of, I feel like when this happened mm-hmm. at Fort Wayne, it was probably at least to my knowledge, the first time we've seen it at least happen on stream is where, um, oh, yeah. Arrow had a death win situation yeah. when he faced you, right? I think he had a frost yeah. with an avalanche and he just couldn't press the avalanche until you're yep. knocked out and you're knocked out through a move. Right. Um, and so obviously he was visibly upset and cause he knows, yeah, yeah. right. Cause, cause he's been he there knows. and all of us have seen it like in that situation, like he should have won. The judges rule it, and they get a re. You rematch. do a rematch, and he might yep. lose, right? Even though he should have won it, right? Yep. Um, and you just straight up conceded. You're like, hey, if you had the move, I'll just concede because yep. I know I'm not winning CMP there, right? Which, yep. of course, a lot of people commend you for it, but that wasn't that that wouldn't be official ruling at least this season from judges for the most Correct. part. Correct. Yes. Um. But it was cool to see, and I think yeah. um, 
Mountain Dugon did something similar at NAIC as yes. well to Rise. Yes. It was so yep. confusing because I, I didn't even know who conceded what, right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. 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 But um, he ended up conceding to Rise as well in that situation. And, um, you know, I know that was that was good on you to do, but um, I'm curious what your take is on this, right? Because obviously, if you're a player, you, you I mean, even though, like, you know you should have lost, you could technically go take into the technicalities replay. of the rule and pick the yeah. replay, yeah. Right, right. And I think a lot of players do end up doing I mean, the majority do, right? And yeah, very yeah, few yeah. concede. 100%. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So there's, there's two things. First thing I would like to shout out, like, one of the judges, Ben, Hollow Purple, yeah. because He's I had a lot had, of events too. Yeah, he goes to like all of them as a judge. Um, I had no idea that I could actually concede the match. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when we were talking and he like came up on stage, you know, he like told us like, "Hey, you can con- do you do you want to concede the match?" And I was like, "Oh, I can do that." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do that." Mm-hmm. Um, so like the first thing is like, I'm sure there are players that just don't know. Yeah, right. What they know that, after that that moment (laughs) you broke the ceiling yeah (laughs) well i'm saying in the past right or like if if they don't really watch streams they're just there for a weekend they're playing at the tables an issue happens like they might not know that they can concede the match so like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna factor some of it into that but like most of it's probably what you said right they're competitors they want to win yeah if you're on day two and you have the opportunity to get a qualifying spot or have to burn through losers pr- or play through losers bracket, and it hinges to do you give up a match on concession or do you take a replay? Like, that's a tough decision. Mm-hmm. Um, in an ideal world, I would like them to concede. Ah, let me take a step back. In an ideal world, I would hope the issues don't happen. Yeah, <laughs> right, but right. I I would like them to concede, but I I just don't know like because they're within the rules, right? it's kind of what it is like they're not breaking the rules they're not actually cheating they're just playing the rules out as they are um by taking a replay that you can't really fault them for that uh personally like yeah like does it feel bad for the person who should have won and like do i feel like they should have conceded and maybe that's the in quotes right thing to do Mm mm-hmm Yes, like I think the right thing to do there is to concede, but the right thing for me is not the right thing for everyone, right? Right. Someone could have spent hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars to go to a tournament. It's their only tournament that they can afford to go to for the season. So the stakes could be very different from person to person, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think like there's a lot to consider there. There are people that finish top three, top four, top five every tournament, never get the qual. This is their chance to get the qual, like, their stakes are high. Dude, I'm going to be maybe more harsh on that, but I think it's just grimy to do in general. I talk about this on a future podcast and I pre-recorded some, but uh, it's just like, yeah, like, okay, if you don't qualify, you're one spot away from qualifying worlds and um, if you take the rematch, you have a chance to get it or you don't take the rematch, you instantly, like you can see, you just don't qualify off of that. I'm just like, maybe you don't you didn't earn it right like you don't deserve to but also like you know i get it's like a big like thing to qualify for worlds but part of it's just like yeah what's the point if you're going to qualify and just get stomped right at worlds i mean of course maybe that might not happen but like it's just like yeah like you didn't you didn't earn it (laughs) you know i think that's that's i think that's a good way to put it like for me is i want to earn it Mm -hmm. so like i'm not going to feel good about it myself that's why i hate paid actors in gbl 
Yes, I, exactly. I really get them because I don't really stream my sets outside to my yeah. patrons and they, yeah. they're not going to snipe me or whatever. But yeah. um, I've, I remember um, – uh, yeah, I remember there have been times where people have tried to paid actor for me yes. and, and I'll just quit out myself. And you've like, first. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're just waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like – like, I'm just I like, I'm into like, like a friend. Yeah. I came into a friend who's like already legend. I'm yeah. maybe in like the upper 2900s. Yeah. I get hard, hard loss in the lead, counter swap hard loss again and mm-hmm. i'm just like yeah i'm just gonna top left right now <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly. um I, I i mean i get it like i think the intent is good there but it's not for everyone right mm-hmm. um but well, yeah the worst like, is like I, okay i don't mind people that are like trying to offer paid acting right or to take it, it. like those it. that take it fine but like the ones that ask for ask it that for complain it. online that yeah. don't get it that's the most i think i think that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard yeah there's it's like it's like asking for a participation there's like a, trophy. There's like there a few one. things. There are a few things that I just ask myself why. Like one of them is criticizing the team you lost to, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, <laughs> dude, I saw that Twitter the other day. I'm not no, gonna no, say no. who, it, but they're like, they're like, they're like, it's it just makes no sense why people run these ABA no, teams, right? That, like, <laughs> well, I'm talking about that, but I also watch like a lot of my locals do their sets in our Discord, uh-huh. and like sometimes they'll be like. You know, like, what the hell is that team? Like, yeah. this person's, like, so bad. They're running this dumb team that just hard counters yeah. me. And that kind of feeds into algorithm, uh-huh. right? Like, that kind of stuff, too. True. It's so stupid. But, like, I don't know, man. If if somebody beat you with a team and you're using a meta team, <laughs> maybe they're trying to do something against yeah. the meta. Like, yeah. it's, it's not they, that deep. And if they used a team that beat your spicy team... Your team might not it, it might not yeah. be spice, it's just as a bad team, right? It's not yeah. spice if it's bad, it's just bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that, um, yeah, and then and then like you said, like the paid actor thing, like, oh, these legends, they just want to gatekeep everyone from hitting legend. Like, nah, dude, I just want the encounter, man. I was two out of four on that set. I just want the encounter. Maybe I got a legendary. I don't yeah. know. I want the extra dust. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I have no obligation to let you hit legend just because you're close. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. I don't care. Twenty nine ninety nine is your elo. Yeah. I'm still playing my heart. You know, honestly, yeah. when I see, I mean, maybe this is a little messed up. I mean, I'll probably say this, but when I see that twenty nine ninety nine, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm bringing my A game, right? Because you really yeah, gotta I, like you're on the precipice. You really gotta earn this, right? I don't I don't do that, but yeah, I know, sometimes I, I know when I'm it's, a little I'm a little overboard. When well, I'll I'll do that in certain cases, like when it's my friends. Yeah, yeah. And they're like twenty nine ninety five. I'm like, I, I beat oh, my I beat oh. my teammate monsters with a Zankus. And <laughs> that's Ultra what I'm saying. Now. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yo, like, I know, I know, you like, you're my faction's teammate, and all. We're good friends, but like, you gotta earn this, boy. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I had a, I brought a Zangus into Ultra League, and I, I led into Charm A nine, and I beat him. I purposely didn't even need to bring the Zangus back. I brought the Zangus back just to close combat the A nine to take it out, rather than like finish off with my Charizard. And he's like. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's, I was like, imagine losing a Zangus, right? It couldn't be me. And he's like, imagine imagine bragging about beating an Autorec team. I was like, Autorec? I was like, you had a Charm A9 and a DD on your team. Like, what? Like, his third was uh, Flygon, which arguably is still better than a Zangus, right? Yeah. And he had it against my Deoxys fan, so it was fine. But, uh, yeah. That's but, yeah. funny. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying real hard if it's someone I know. Yeah. Also, like, if you're auto-erecting at, at, at that elo, like... I don't know if he really was auto-erecting. Really everything, everything was double-moved in those proper moves. Like, I was like, what kind of auto-erect team is this? This is pretty solid. It, it, it might have been, like, 
it might have been like the modified autorect too. Maybe it was even like, ABB, like two things that good into steel <laughs> in the back. <laughs> like what the heck they'll do like oh we autorect. Yeah. But if I get a Pokemon and I have the same species built, I can upgrade it yeah. to the built version and then I can reorder them however I want. Right, right, right. Like or some people do like autorect but one substitution for like same typing. Mm-hmm. Things that, like, there's like weird stuff that people do just for fun. Yeah. I mean got to because gbl kind of gets stale if you don't do any of that's that that's why i'm running a zankus yeah <laughs> i'm running typhlosion so Ty- uh, typhlosion is probably better than zankus let me just say oh, yeah, zankus is like one sir from jelson takes out like 48 percent of his health that's pretty nice. ultra great ultra <laughs> dude yeah, yeah i have to rank one ultra league one too but <laughs> i've been actually climbing with it it's kind of nuts i've been yeah i've been, I've winning been doing like, like leads i've been doing verizion shadow zard uh typhlosion just you know, uh, APV with the okay, fire, okay. and then Sandslash just comes up and cries. Yep, yep. There's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you deal with DD? You're just like neutral, I guess. Charizard's not. I I just yet. play. I have to play around it. Like yeah. most of them have Thunderbolt, not Rock Slide. So if they're forced, yeah, like they Psycho all do, yeah. First, and then Charizard can eat the Thunderbolt. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Well, speaking of sportsmanship, well, this came. This is this is. Uh, I will guess move into the what's the tea segment to here because <laughs> um, this was this was interesting and let me timestamp this so yeah let me timestamp this so we can uh for those that are watching the YouTube version can actually see uh the tweet but this was actually a tweet back in oh, man it's so weird I'm looking at my tabs I always see the X instead of like the Twitter thing now it's just like I'm like where's my Twitter tab and it's just like X yeah it's so awkward but this was back in December 3rd 2022 so uh a little yeah uh, maybe over half a year ago Toronto yeah Toronto. Toronto Toronto regional it was the first regional in North America right after the Musa update that made Lantern just busted right it was right after wing attack buff right yeah. leading into that season and uh, I think Nidal Queen was nerfed in that one as well. Um, but uh, it happened shortly after Brown Baller um, BM'd uh, his opponent in the Toronto Regional on day one, right? He threw, I believe, his Umbreon threw a last resort at a Sableye. I think he fully charged the last resort, but it wasn't enough to KO the Sableye. And he still had a shield remaining on the full health Umbreon, right? Yeah, and then, so he goes for like a foul play afterward after that because he couldn't start down. <laughs> and um, so he tweeted out, uh, "Can we make it an unwritten rule that you shouldn't yep. be BMing on stage, especially when you're just winning at on RPS?" Which really you're just subtweeting Brown Baller, right? In his thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, and then uh, I think those was the most. Let's caveat this before I started judging. It was before he started judging, and Tho responded with nah, right? With 140 yeah. likes. So a, l- a little bit of ratio, but it's fine. Um, and then Brown Ball actually responded and said, I wanted to at least clear up. I made sure to talk to my opponent after to ensure there was no disrespect towards them. They are a very high skill battler and much love to them. Um, which, like, in my opinion, like, if you're going to BM, don't, don't, like, don't backtrack. And also, like, dude, no hate on Brown Baller, but this logic just doesn't make sense. I, oh, I made sure after I DM'd you that there was no disrespect. It's just like saying, like, oh, like, I slapped you in the face, but after I just telling you, like, oh, it's a joke slap, right? Yeah, like, so, so. like the, the, what's the, how could you make sure there's no disrespect yeah. after the fact we, you did? You should check before, right? we turn back the clock a little? Yeah, turn back the clock. Let's turn back the clock. The analogy that in my head when I read that was like, oh, so when like in baseball, you yeah. throw out a hitter, uh-huh. like then you walk up, shake their hand, say sorry about that. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, no, 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 no. You don't do that. Yeah, be like, yeah, right? yeah. Like, I didn't mean to hurt you there, right? You yeah, did, right? yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't mean to hit you. Yeah. I mean, I thrown at your backside. I didn't mean to hit you. Like, it's kind of like, but, that. but but it's it's different because he did he did mean to throw the move, right? Like, he, he didn't accidentally press the last resort. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like when you intentionally throw. At right, the right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. When yeah. you intentionally yeah. throw, and then you say afterward, right? Yeah. yeah. Then you walk up to him, shake their hand, and say, "Hey, yeah. sorry about that." Like, <laughs> you know, like that's the analogy I drew. But like. I don't know, man. Uh, the well, so, why... so, well, a little more backstory too. This led yeah. to day number two, yeah. Which is like, I feel like, I feel like all this actually, it's funny because I feel like your tweet helped, like, Wadaj's story arc even more, right? A little, like his yeah. growth because because like he was like one like one set away from qualifying for Worlds at that point. It was like his second regional. He got like you know fourth place I think at Baltimore, and so he was pretty close there too. And then, um, so he's playing for playing in the winners' finals, undefeated so far. He wins game one against Magic Mason, but he ends up throwing a power whip at the knockout after game one, right? Only one yeah. game played, which yeah. I don't know if he does if you didn't tweet this, but because you tweeted it, I think in the back of mind, his mind, he's like, Well, I'm sure Dijon and other people that hate BM are watching, I'm gonna show them a BM in this winners' finals. Which, of course, unfortunately, I mean, I don't think that backfired on him. I think it's more the fact that he just got swept afterward uh, by Match Mason and then Brown Baller eventually in the Losers Finals, which a lot of people were like, oh, let's call him up for BMing and stuff, right? Which, again, like I said, I don't, like, he didn't lose because of your tweet, but I think he BMed because of your tweets yeah. <laughs> because he started the combo, which was great for Wadash's story arc because then he, like, <laughs> he, like, like his, he went from, like, villain to, like, redemption because of this right um obviously he has this salt lake city tweet as well which we talked yeah. about in the past but yeah um, that kind of added on to his like kind of villain persona for a little bit um anyway so i mean thank I you for remember. the thank you for the this this um what's that called the content uh, <laughs> no well yeah content i'm thinking um it's story building or um i don't know something story? about oh yeah something um storyline yeah you're, you're helping oh. with the storylines right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for our players <laughs> yeah um, um but so that happened too and i'm just curious right because this is what december 3rd so we're like uh mm -hmm. almost nine months since then yeah. has your opinions changed on it so because obviously a lot of bms have happened on stage since then right i mean i even threw a sludge bomb at a lone sand oh yeah that was when i was losing so i mean but, if you watched if you watched um the charity tournament arrow just ran for burnout uh-huh uh this was game uh i think on stream it was the first game between me and ejb yeah um and i was in like a dominant position yeah uh, we had like a knocktail and he threw shadow ball into my knocktail he threw shadow ball into yours yeah okay right that was his last pokemon yeah. right i had a reggie rock in the back and i had okay. a knocktail yeah. so i swapped my reggie rock uh -huh. earthquake him and then lock on down <laughs> oh my gosh if someone clips that and then puts it next to this tweet that's yeah, uh no, no, no but like we had a good laugh about <laughs> yeah it. It was funny. We we're like, Era, you have to put this battle first. <laughs> but um, I mean, he beat me, so like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but I think like my view has changed a little bit, but not entirely. In the sense that the reason why I got kind of heated about the brown baller thing is I know the person that he was battling was like first tournament ever, um, bit nervous, first time on stream. Mm -hmm. gets bm'd in like a really bad way too yeah 
like it looked weird because you threw a last resort. No one BMs throwing a move and then has to throw another move afterward, right? Like, yeah, that's just weird. Just, like BMs, I feel like you can laugh about uh-huh. in certain contexts, right? Right, where it's like, hey, you know, your buddy's up there and you're just gonna BM the heck out of him, or you know, you've lost, mm-hmm. you're just gonna. That's you know, throw, do, yeah. you're gonna stone Ajabasi down with your Basti down. Yeah, right? yeah. Although that's not always beyond. That's just some people not knowing. <laughs> some but, people really don't know. Some Bastion um, players don't know. Yeah. But like, I think in other contexts, like I think it can make players uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like one like thing I had mentioned earlier was like the casters seemed a little bit flustered after that. Uh huh. I think part of it was because he threw the last resort and it didn't KO. Yeah. And then they had to explain that because the match continued. (laughs) Yeah, they'll throw a foul play Um, after the fact, yeah. (laughs) But I also think, like, we had some newer casters on that, too. Like, y'all are very good at what you do now. Like, I don't don't think that's going to phase anyone at all at this point. It was Speedy and March Sun for that one. Okay. Yeah, but, like, I don't think... I don't think y'all are going to be... Not Speedy. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, um... And then I think the other aspect of it is, again, it's kind of like how we view um, conceding a match. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm very heavy on just, like, be a good sport mm-hmm. and, like, play the game with respect for your opponent. Like, BM inherently is disrespecting your opponent. It yeah. literally stands for bad manners. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so that just, like, goes against my code of ethics. Right? So, like, I understand it could be like playful and fun when mm-hmm. it's your friends or like people you know, or you know if you know like if you don't know them but you know they'd enjoy it just because like you hear things in the community and like you've seen them on Twitter and they're like they enjoy BMing and getting BM'd and stuff right like right. you can always like guess based on context but I think like if you're going against p- new players um, especially on stream it just like feels so bad if someone's really nervous and then that's how they lose mm-hmm. so. I don't know. I, it's still mixed for me. I think people have gotten better about it. Right. Um, and I think it'll still happen. But it is what it is, right? Like, the way I want to play the game is not always the same as everyone else wants to play the game. And I'll just deal with that. I mean, you technically did phrase it as a question. You said, can we make it an unreal rule? Not like, yeah. we should, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, my take on this, and we talked about it back, like, after it happened, too, I think, is... Yeah, because uh, I think this was a topic back in like this, this December. When we Probably right after podcast. it happened. Yeah, yeah, right after it happened. Yeah, that definitely was a hot topic for for the week. But um, <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then also the karma moment, right? For the hey, hey, one thing, but... one thing I never fail to do is provide content for the community on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you can't you can't provide content without providing some hot takes. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, like, that one, just, like, for me, like, BMing is, uh, it is, like, it is bad mannering, right? But, like, the it's it's also, I feel, like, done for showmanship, right, in entertainment, right? Like, people yeah. do it on, when they're streaming, right? Like, sometimes you BM when you're playing by yourself in GBL, but, like, honestly, that's for your own, like, like yeah. smug thing, right? Because no one's really even watching that, right? Yeah. So, like, turn into a YouTube video, but, like... You know, so like, so, but a lot of streamers do, right? I think it started out with a lot of streamers starting, yeah, right? Because they're trying to like entertain their viewers, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think, um, I think not only was the context of the other player that Brown Ball was playing, I think like taking that out of consideration too, it just wasn't like, 
it wasn't entertaining, right? The last resort was like, okay, like it's just yeah. awkward. It's just like awkward, right? It's just like yeah. it's like trying to tell a joke, right? It's like a comedian, right? It's like about show showmanship and entertainment, right? You could be a comedian, tell a joke, but if it's a bad joke, it's just like not gonna fly, right? You know? Yeah. Um, it's almost like like one of those jokes that like are like teetering on like a little too like non PG and offensive, right? Something that you don't yeah, really joke yeah. about anymore. That like, I mean, if we, I, don't if know, we, I guess comedians can say that anything can be joked. If about, we but. think about it, like, there's other stuff that we've seen in these tournaments mm-hmm. that one may consider BMing. I personally have it, but like, you know, Kaiser up there. Kaiser's a goofball, right? Yeah. He throws on shades or crimson up there. Like uh-huh. they provide entertainment, right? Like they're yeah. they're just born entertainers, mm-hmm. and so like like die lab. yeah, yeah. Like I get it from that person, and I I messaged Brown Baller after, and like that was his angle. He was like, yeah, like he like no publicity is bad publicity, but like he thought <laughs> yeah. it would be funny, and like yeah. people would you know, it just wasn't that funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it was like well, it was yeah, memorable. it was memorable. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, but it was like he was like he had the opportunity to like become like a name that people would remember yeah right and it would really help his like content and his channel and stuff like that which like Mm -hmm. i guess right like if if like i wouldn't go about that way but like i get it right like in reality no publicity is bad publicity and his channel has grown since then rebecca black is a household name yeah (laughs) and like his channel has grown so like i get it like it it worked out for him Good. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he, he qualified for Worlds in that tournament, so, again, no hate on Brown Ball. I'm just, yeah. my word of advice is Brown Ball, if you're going to BM again, you got to make it look better, man. <laughs> it just looked weird. It looked goofy. It was like, it was just like a telling a bad joke on stage, right? Like, because Marshall BM'd at Worlds last year, he threw a slush bomb at a Diggersby, and everyone thought it was great, right? Like, he smirked at the camera, like, everyone laughed. He didn't know the opponent, but, like, it was well executed. And Oh, yeah, I didn't like that either. You didn't uh, like it? I, I, I didn't actually watch the entire okay. tournament, so I didn't know until after. Um, what what I, did you think about Auburn's BM at Charlotte? What did he do? So, he didn't plan on BMing, but what happened is he was facing his opponent, Eat Strawberries, and he had a knocked out with a shield up against um, the opponent's Trevenant, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so the opponent says GG's him, he says GG's back, right, when the Trevenant was locked into the knocked out. And he throws a sky attack, and the opponent shields the Trevenant. And he's like, why are you shielding the Trevenant? Like, this is over, right? It was like game two. Uh, he was oh, ready. and then he went to an Earthquake did after? So he, he purposely lets the Noctowl get fainted out, and then yeah. he throws an Earthquake with a Swamper. And yeah. while he's throwing the Earthquake, he doesn't swipe a bubble, and he's handing the team sheet back to the guy. <laughs> oh, right. I but again, like that... he, would, he, would, he probably would, contextually, he wouldn't have done that if the guy didn't yeah. shield the sky attack. I, right? but I he feel was like, like that, oh, well. that was just like a misunderstanding. Yeah. Because I don't, uh, like, that was the other side to the BM, right? Where, like, if you don't want to get BM, concede the match. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe each is like, well, it's like, I'm just going to play it out for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's, it's almost like. You like he said, GG is like he knows he's lost, yeah. but he's just like seeing the battle through, mm-hmm. right? Or it's like you're shielding. It's not like he's stalling, right? Like if he if he start, starts to like seed bomb spam, you know he he did he did throw the move. Oh, he was yeah, yeah. He, was just, he didn't shout call down the knockdown. He threw a move at it. So he, instead of shielding and just throwing no sky attack, he's just like, well, I'm just I'm just gonna bring in the swamp. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe he thought he had a win con. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lycon maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The Swamper was healthy too. I, I, I personally like, like yeah. when I know it's lost, just like fast move me down or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of how I play it. Yeah. It's just like, let's save people time. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know if it's like, or especially early on, like people might not know if that's okay to do, like to stop tapping and things like that. I think Mm -hmm. now everyone knows, like people literally have just put their phone aside and started writing in their notepad while they get fast moved down. Um, So like, I think at this point, everyone knows like what's allowed and what's not allowed on stream in terms of like, how you play the game wait so you didn't like the march opm at worlds i mean you heard of it right but yeah uh, maybe you didn't see it happen no what, like what's uh, it that again, you didn't there? it, it kind of just goes back to like the whole did um like know your opponent type of situation right i don't like, think you knew yeah yeah it that's was like, what i mean yeah it was like, like a low health bigger speed and he, he had a mud bomb and slush bomb actually funny enough technically though, slush bomb does more <laughs> Yeah, it's actually not even a true BM. Right, more, yeah. right. Yeah, but I, it's the I'm poison not... into the ground type, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That, and yeah. I know, like, that's Marto's brand. And yeah. when he does it, it's genuinely just providing content. Yeah. yeah. So, like, and, I get... That was the only BM I think I saw. No, no, no yeah. yeah. Like, I completely understand that. Yeah. Like, it's 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 his brand. Yeah. Right? Like, Marto does that. So, like, I again, I'm just going to go with, like, my, my thoughts on that is, like, your opponent is not someone you know, right? Mm. You don't know if they're like nervous or how they're going to take it or how it's perceived in, especially at words like in other cultures, right? Like, yeah, we don't like, we're probably familiar with mostly here and probably a lot of EU, probably some good amount of familiar with Latin America, but like, we know absolutely nothing about a lot of the APAC culture there. Well, actually funny enough, you say this, Marto actually told me like a couple years ago, he's like, Hey, you got to watch out when uh, we're talking about BME for whatever reason. I don't actually remember what context and he was like, "Yeah, you gotta watch out when you play Japanese players because they find it very disrespectful, right?" Mm-hmm. And we're in. Or not only are we going to face there's a, like at least twenty Japanese players, yeah. but they're it's also in Japan too, right? So it might yeah. be. I, I I here's the thing, right? If you're gonna do it, just own it, right? Don't do this weird like I apologize to him after and just made sure that there was no disrespect. Like just like own it. If you're gonna BM, just BM, right? But like <laughs> don't backpedal if you're going to, right? But that is something to consider, especially no, like, if right? if. The, the backpedaling is more like if you really did look like introspectively and realized hey maybe like that wasn't the best time yeah. and place to do it and then you know you apologize after like sure but like if your intent to bm is like oh, i'm gonna bm this guy and then i'm gonna apologize to him after yeah that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. like like Berto honestly, did that to me actually at san diego <laughs> he threw a lasso around my trevin uh I, yeah. I i think i ran um I think around Reggie Sabley Trevin, he had yeah. G Fisk Umbreon Noctowl, right? Yeah. And I just had no play. Um and he was like, dude, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you apologizing? You already threw the last row. I don't care. <laughs> like yeah. he, like why are you apologizing? He, like just he, just own it. You can talk to your opponent at any time yeah. while you're battling. Mm-hmm. So if you know the match is over, you're like, Hey, you want me to throw a last row for content? Like you could straight up just ask them that in the mic. I'm not going right. to ask him. I'll BM if I'm going to do No, that. but I'm, I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying, yeah, like, could, yeah. if, if you're intent, like, if you're going to apologize to them because you're worried about, like, disrespecting them, right? Yeah. Then just be like, hey, like, you cool if we if we throw the last three here for content? Dude, I don't know. My take is, like, if you're going to BM, don't even ask, right? Like, you're, you're like, it's, no, like, no. it's like trying to, like... It, if you're doing it for stream, though, right? Like, I know, it, I know, but it's like saying, like... It's like almost like uh you're like you're like it's like saying like you're on one of those like roast battles and yeah. like before you roast him be like hey can I can I make fun of your 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 ears in this one because your ears look weird or can I make fun of you? like like just just go for it right I think 
because if you're gonna go for the bad manner i don't know it might that's my take right obviously no one has a, a people don't have to agree with me on it but oh yeah no yeah like i like if you're already teetering on that line as like i'm yeah. gonna insult them as a form of content <laughs> don't ask for permission right <laughs> That's right, not, but I think I think I think there's a difference between like your intent is to like insult them or or like actually BM or disrespect them versus like you just want to do this because you want the stream to be more fun for the viewers. Yeah, you know? I mean like, you have to be ready a... to because there's going to be people that don't like it regardless of I what agree. it looks right. Yeah. Even as your best yeah. friend and you're both laughing about it, some yeah. people still don't like it. But like, like me personally, so that's the risk you take. I don't care what chat thinks. Mm-hmm. Right, like in terms of they criticize me, like I I care what my opponent thinks. Yeah. Right, because right. that's the person that's like directly involved. Like, the chat mm. is just chat, right? Like they're yeah. not on stage. Like well, especially world's chat, that's gonna be like a bunch of pokey codes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Exclamation point. Pokey code. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of world, so well, so it's good that to hear your your update perspective on that. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of worlds, you're about to head out to Japan soon and Tuesday. participate in your first world championships. How to? Yes, sir. How's it feel? Um, I have a team. Okay. No credibility, hopefully. Zero scrims. Zero scrims. Okay. Yeah. Plan to do zero scrims. <laughs> you plan to do? I was going to offer some, but okay. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll see. If I get the itch to, I will. But honestly, I'm not going like. This is how I've done all the regionals, right? I, yeah. I don't prep for them. I just kind of mm-hmm. go for a good time, and then if yeah. I do well, I do well. Okay. Um, this, for me, like as much as the competition is a vacation, mm-hmm. so the last thing I want is to be stressed out about Worlds the entire yeah. time, right? I would rather just have fun because I'm going there early, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have a week there, go fast, and then a few days, and then Worlds. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like I don't I don't want to be thinking about competing and my team and doing scrims while i'm doing go fest while i'm walking around in tokyo yeah right while i'm seeing the museum like i just would much rather just have a good time because i've been wanting to go to japan for years and this is Mm -hmm. like the time i'm getting to do it yeah Um, when worlds comes i'm sure i'll be you know nervous whatever like the day of the day before but like my whole thing is like if I if I do well, I do well. Like if I play well, I'm not my on my game. I'm gonna do well. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't and I'm off, I'm gonna be off. Like right. scrims are great to help you figure out matchups, but I don't know. I feel like I've played enough Pokemon Go over the years to know matchups at this point, mm-hmm. especially with the meta that's been stale for who knows how long. <laughs> right? Like you get a couple of new Pokemon, but that's about it. So. Uh, just be careful what you wish for. Carbink and uh, Zygarde are coming. So yeah, that's why I'm not competing anymore. I don't want to play in Carbink, dude. I will Zy- say though, every I was coaching one of my patrons on stream the other day in GBL, and mm-hmm. every every uh, he was running Carbink, and every time he lost, it was usually to a Bastion <laughs> on the on the Carbink. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, when Carbink first dropped, I just ran like. Quag and Venusaur in the back. Yeah, just said, "Hey, Carbink, if you come out and play, you're gonna get murked." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be weird and play Pokemon tournaments. Zygarde's gonna be pretty nutty though, but there's just so much ice back into the meta. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, dude. I, dude, my hot take is Lone Sandslide should not need to be buffed that much. 
Oh yeah, uh, I, it's not even the fact that I just got it's destroyed not, that's not by even it. A hot take. Yeah, it's like too good. I feel like if it's like a seven six six six, whoever for the draw run, well, that might be more doable. Think, but like six six five six is crazy fast. I think for, for of, your for your non bait move, right? I I think the part of part of that is like there's no true fire left in the meta, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, and no team runs multiple fighters, mm-hmm. right? It's always just meta cham or goon, really, right? these days right or toxic rogue maybe maybe deoxy um, defense but i think I or dd yeah yeah, yeah DD. But i think anyone yeah. run deoxy defense is kind of trolling i could be so wrong, but, it's know. kind of like there's only going to be one hard punish for sand splash on any given team for the most part right unless you run into like a canto nine tails or like a talon flame like run my team my team sand has is checks. free <laughs> well because i was like if i could be at worlds i'm not losing this thing again <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll lose yeah. everything else though <laughs> yeah so i don't know i feel like it the buff might have been okay it's just that the meta didn't really evolve with Mm -hmm. the buff right so like if we get the meta at a point where like there is more fire there are other fighting options maybe you get a little bit more ground like quagsire in the meta more consistently then you know it'll it'll push a slash out a little bit but we're not going to see that right now imagine if trevin never got nerfed a slash would be even more broken. Yeah, <laughs> it's just got another target, and yeah. you have something else to check the meta champ, so you remove yeah. the main counter to as well from the equation yeah. in a lot of situations. Yeah, yeah, maybe a kind of good thing. That's it'll I be, mean, it'll be fun to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up here. Do you have any final words? Any anything? Anything you want to say to your future self after you win worlds? You know, you <laughs> back on, yeah, and, and you can thank like me for, for the dodge. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a thousand people. Yeah, that about, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Let's let's do one quick thing. Uh, who's your pick to win? Oh, okay. So funny enough, I say it on next week's episode already. Mm-hmm. But I, I might as well say it here. Um, it's so weird because I, I filmed the next two weeks of episodes already ahead of time. So oh. I already know what I'm about to say. But um, but let me hear your pick first. I already have mine, so I'm not going to change it. I don't want to influence your decision. You, you can only pick one person in the entire world to win it all. Yeah. And so there's going to be a lot of heavy bias here because I haven't gotten to see the gameplay yeah. of any of APAC. I've gotten very little gameplay of Latin I've gotten mm-hmm. to watch. Um. So I think right now Vadaj is the favorite. Okay. Just because he's just he's coming off hot from NASC. Yeah, yeah. Like winning the biggest tournament of the year mm-hmm. with troll picks. Let's be honest. Dude, his team actually looks pretty good though, the more I look at it. They are no, pretty yeah, they're just very like, anti meta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I I think you could argue that team was like it it was cohesive, mm-hmm. but individually there were some troll picks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like it was well built, but like the Pokemon were subpar to the meta, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. From an individual perspective, but yeah, like I think I think he's able to get creative. I think that's one thing that we didn't really get to see from him mm-hmm. in his past regionals because he would always run hard meta, right? Like this was the first time he really went off the books and got creative, and he yeah. won with it, right? Yeah, so, I remember like, in Hartford he even said he went pretty safe. Yeah. Um, uh, outside yeah. of obstacle, I mean, obstacle is like still fairly safe because before meta right. super busted, but right. Um, and so, like, just being able to see that other dimension there, I think if it it puts him at a risk of just bringing some insane pick that might screw over a lot of people mm-hmm. who bring hard meta. Um, so he would be my pick. I wish we had got to see more APAC content because I know we have some 
really good Japanese players, but I guess I'll get to see them in Worlds. <laughs> yeah, maybe right across <laughs> the right across your seat. <laughs> yeah, hopefully yeah, right across the table. I would love to play them. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, maybe be on stream. Um, my pick is uh, I yeah, of course I have some NA bias, but mostly because yeah. I commentate a lot of these battles, so I see right. the right. gameplay firsthand. I've watched some streams from like Latam and uh eu and i've seen some battle footage from apac region mm -hmm. um but just not as in-depth but you might agree with me once i say this too i think it's actually gonna be kimmy sui kimmy's also absolutely cracked yeah right. I mean, you no, faced like, him too i mean just yeah. the, the only two tournaments he went he went one two right he yeah. came to like like beat bulk like twice and obviously that yeah. second time didn't happen but but like to just go through a loose bracket run right after losing. No, I, 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 I'm with you there. I, I, I would not be surprised in the least if we saw Kimmy win. The crazy part is we both picked seniors. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, the, the age division is, is not yeah, really, uh, the, it's, it's not really, it, the, the age division cracked. only helped the older people. It didn't help. The <laughs> it, it didn't like the, the under, the 25 and under population of pokemon go 25 and under is like 18 and under to be no, honest no no yeah. but like i mean in general because oh think yeah, like yeah. Rise, rise and dune are like 25 or 24 they're, or yeah they're both like under yeah. 25 yeah yeah like that that <laughs> that age group is just so cracked at the game it's insane mm -hmm. yeah that's right <laughs> times man we're getting old yeah okay i like it i like it well um anyway where can where can people find you uh on the oh also i, I forgot like you you're, you do a bunch of projects as well too i most recently you're a part of the dracovis team oh right? yes, we've, yes. Had, we've had them on a couple times or actually once but yeah maybe a future episode <laughs> yeah i'm a little bit less involved than some more other team members who mm -hmm. probably carry a lot of the load like poly and anacor shiny with the dev work but you know i try to help out when i can um it's been great like being able to provide play content yeah um with like the amazing insights that poly brings with this graphics mm -hmm. um and then anacord has just like friends all over the globe it's actually dude, yeah this dude just yeah. knows everybody so like it's awesome that we get to cover the other regions like effectively mm -hmm. right it's it, it's tough to do if you don't know anyone so mm -hmm. like he's invaluable to the team and like as much as i wish i could do more um you're he's staffing like, oh, you have all he's always on top of it i'm staffing like i try to take pictures never want to tweet out pictures and stuff and i'm bad at that too <laughs> but yeah no it's great yeah it's it's tough to help out when you're staffing though um mm -hmm. like when i was competing i would bring my laptop with me and like if they needed some quickly things done like yeah. you know we could we can make it work but staffing is too hard yeah um but yeah, yeah you know we're gonna we got more stuff coming so stay excited. This is definitely just like tip of the iceberg for what what these guys can achieve. Yeah, definitely. You included. Um, but anyway, so where, where can people find you? Um, yeah, so I'm on, as we call it these days, X. Oh Hopefully gosh, off of X so soon. Bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds so bad. Dijon the Jin is my handle. Um, if I ever stream again, maybe next season. We'll mm -hmm. see. I might do some TCG stuff too, which is way more boring than Go because it's <laughs> slower, but I like it. Um, you know, Twitch handle is the same. Uh, you know, really, if you wanna, if you wanna support me, just give us some views on Rakeovis.com too. <laughs> Go sure. check out the tournament pages. They're actually pretty awesome though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really 
and the graphics are great too especially on the twitter uh well best of luck at worlds um you know i think you'll do great as long as you don't bring the cordilli so we'll see uh we'll see if you get a you get a face off against some japanese players or get a rematch against arrow or kimi sui yeah <laughs> kimi, will kimi would be a rematch i'd want Oh man, that left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> I did. <laughs> that that was entertaining content, right? I have you don't never, got a PM to make that one interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I just have never felt more helpless. Yeah. Despite, I think, I think did I commentate that one when you face him? I don't know. He caught a zap cannon on his trap. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that back. Oh really? You should. <laughs> <laughs> no man. So I good. I watched back me again. getting stomped by elite. Yours yeah, was like not nearly. I mean, it was like one sided. It wasn't really one sided. Like he had to make incredible plays to come back. Whereas that's what I mean. Elite, like, like I was just like, I got, I got nothing yeah. to throw at you. I'm like throwing like, like nah, water at I, a pool. Like I, I kind of blame myself because I think I threw, but also like, I gave him a window, mm -hmm. and he made that window a wide open door. Like. Dude. I'm he just you, ran through it and just demolished me. It was it was insane. You're always helping out with the storylines. I always get the content <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be good. All right. Well, uh, best of luck. I'll see you in Japan yep. in uh, maybe a, a week or so. And uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be a good one. Yeah. Hopefully enjoy your time too. Your first time in Japan as well. Yeah. Best of luck to you too. I expect to see you behind the casting booth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm definitely not commentating. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, we, we're waiting some for some travel stuff to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. but hopefully it's good. Yeah, so it'll be good. But anyway, thanks all for watching, and we will catch you all next time. Well, hopefully I'll be in Japan. So peace out and have a good one. Okay, see ya.